healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just said, shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the next one. Welcome back to the Basement Fellow Music Lovers. You are now tuned in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as usual, and we are happy to have you down here today as we finish off our uh, our album reviews for 2017 that's right this is the last one i think our, we reviewed 70 some albums this year uh all different genres uh all different levels of success from the uh, small indie folk to the uh biggest of biggest pop stars and uh and one thing we did do a lot this year is talk about country and the reason we talked about country is because right now whether you like it or not uh, the, some of the best working musicians, producers, writers, uh, managers, everything are working in country music. And you say, but Kevin, I thought you were in any music blog. Well, that's your, that's your mistake because we're not. Um, we, we, we celebrate the entire catalog of music, as it were. And, um, and one thing we've seen over the years, and you've all seen, is how genres get sort of assimilated, how genres assimilate other genres... Uh, a rise and fall in popularity and stuff, and and uh, over the past decade, I think uh, certainly indie rock was something that was on the rise. The bastard child of, of alternative and college rock, if you have to put genres down, uh, but that's going away, and that's going away because there's not many people who are making it good anymore. Uh, it and it happens. Look, it just it's fine. Uh, it all turns into sort of pastiche third or fourth generation copies of a really good band and that's why also we have this huge renewed interest in in reunion tours because people want the real shit uh country music generally has the real shit like i said there's always the pop stuff red solo cup who gives a fuck about that song uh well i'll tell you who gives a fuck Uh, lots of people it made them happy it paid uh the millions of dollars it made paid to support probably several families uh there's nothing wrong with it it's music which is the point of this whole year and we're going to talk more about it on a year-end podcast, but uh, this stuff isn't meant to divide. It's not meant to uh, not meant to have us fight over it. You know, sure, argument is fun, uh, but uh, it, it is meant to always, 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 always bring us together. And uh, right now, Chris Stapleton is the guy that's doing that. So we earlier in the year we reviewed his From uh, Room Volume One, and we wanted to close it out, get you a full view of like his work this year which I think is pretty great and I think the work he's doing is pretty great it's not saving country music but it's country music doesn't need saving you can you can do both people you can have super big pop stars in a genre and then you can have uh, people who are doing stuff that sounds like Waylon and Willie um, the awards are meaningless protest against awards are meaningless Sturgill uh, and you know, it's all out there to sort of help us through uh, this little this little thing we call life. And uh, and Chris Stapleton, I think, knows that his songs resonate uh, as all great songs should. They are human; they are lived in. Um, and with Dave Cobb by his side as a producer, they sound fantastic. 
So what is to hate? Uh, the answer is pretty much nothing. Uh, so in volume one, he went and did, uh, you know, his, what the follow-up the Traveler was expected to be. This he mined back into his old catalog and uh, did a few covers in there. And together, uh, I think they make a really great album. So we're going to go down to the basement now and talk about that. My friends Marcus K. Dowling and Eduardo Nunez. Uh, and then, uh, and then that's it. And we're going to fade out into existence, into the universe, and, uh, and the podcast will be done. So if you're ready, if you've got, uh, you got your boots on, you got your shit kickers on, you're ready to, to boot scoot or whatever, let's head on down to the basement and talk about Chris Stapleton's uh, album. And our finally, final album review of the year, Chris Stapleton's From a Room, Volume 2. Because you find yourself attracted to hemis and or cows. I did. I had, I had like an elaborate fantasy in college about. But talking like, to the mic. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I had, I had an elaborate. An elaborate. This uh, is the last uh, album review, right, bug. Yes. So, so, so I went to school in uh, in like in the just above the heart of Ohio Dutch country. Amazing. Yeah. So there were lots, lots of Amish, ton of Mennonites. Um, you learn things about about this community uh, when you talk to people. So one of the funny things is like if you hire Amish people to work on your house, apparently they will they will like use any excuse they can find mm. to come into your house to use the toilets. Of and course. The, and the way people talk about them is like they're just fascinated by toilets. Like they just love being around them. <laughs> they want to work them. And it's very. And these are so. <laughs> But so, but so out of that, I did, I did construct like an elaborate narrative of like uh, falling in love with like an Amish girl and being a sort of Romeo and Juliet situation where you're torn between these two worlds where like, she can't like, uh, it was, it was basically like a, a personal version of Tom Waits's fish and bird ballad where like the fish is in love with the birds and they can't live in each other's worlds. And so, um, and that and that got me through the first uh, maybe the first uh, year of college where I was like where I was like where I was like why am I in, why am I in Dutch country oh it's so I can fall in love with an Amish girl and then have <laughs> our hopes of a life together dashed by her rigorous culture. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing it, Ward. So now, so now all of our <laughs> listeners know. No, well, I mean, look, it's been a rough year, and this is it. This is look, we have. We haven't decided what we have. One more. We have. We have. We here end, which is basically oh y'all listening are going to listen to us drink. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the that, year end is that, for. That's oh what god. the year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to oh give Mister Dowling a chance to catch up. <laughs> you okay? I'm fine. You good, I'll, I'll, I'll say this too about 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 uh, Amish populations is they have the flyest fucking sunglasses. Fuck yeah, because they're not fashionable. They're just like blocks of black glass. Yep, it's just like a black glass cube mm-hmm. broken in two, held together with like a little piece of hipster wire ring. <laughs> before you know, like, and it's it, it's just it's just so. <laughs> So fucking cool! Everyone, everyone, go tour Dutch country right now. Okay, <laughs> we'll love this Southern shit Maryland. out of it. We can, we can, we can test this out. <laughs> Southern Maryland. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm now. All right. 
We're now present and also, back. Everybody oh, good? Final final fact about the Amish, they're allowed to use electricity. <laughs> it's 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 the ownership that's an issue. So so in the case of like if travel requires them to 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 ride on an airplane, uh-huh. that's that's permissible. That's not that's not like in conflict with their with their values or their belief system. It's it's really the ownership of the electricity that that creates a problem. Okay. I spent I spent a lot of time researching <laughs> this in anticipation of the great romance that never came to pass. Got a got a really serious question for you. What the fuck does any of this have to do with Chris Templeton? Everything, my man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can't yeah. even make a transition at this point. No, there, there's no transition to make. We don't know what songs we're going to play. We're just going to we're just going to talk this through. Uh, earlier in the <laughs> year, we talked to Chris Stapleton, or talked. Well, I wish we talked to Chris Stapleton. Not, yeah, seems we like have a it. rad dude. Uh, what if he was talk- Amish secretly? And we didn't he looks know. Amish. I was going to say, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> that's looks- racist. God damn it! <sighs> y'all, y'all have me figured out. <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> Earlier in the year, we talked about uh, Chris Stapleton, his um, first LP, Traveler, had a hit. It wasn't written by him, but he he perfected, uh, was it Tennessee Whiskey? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Which is one of the great A, country, and B, soul songs of all time. I I, I will will agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's outstanding. And if you heard that album, you knew that this guy was an immense talent. He'd been in Nashville for a while at that point, uh, and he hooked up with Dave Cobb. Now, Dave right. Cobb mm-hmm. owns Studio A, and so what do you think is going to happen there is that he's going to go record a bunch of fucking songs in Studio A with Dave Cobb like any country badass should do exactly. if you have the opportunity. Um, volume 1 came out earlier this year. We we talked about it. I'll put the link in the show notes. And it, it, it showed a uh, – it was a little looser, I think, than Traveler. I think it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, you know, yeah. it was a little like more disparate and stuff. And I think part of the reason was because that volume one indicated that it was part of a whole. Well, now we have the whole. We have From Volume 2 is out now. And the first single off that is uh, a track called Millionaire. It's written by a guy named Kevin Welch who's like, you know, all these guys are kicking around Nashville and – and when if you're an indie artist listening to this and you're like, what do you mean these other people's songs? Like if you're a musician, part of that is you play music. You can be a musician and a writer or you can be both. Mm-hmm. And and what has worked in Nashville for decades now is that is and it feeds the machine to be sure is that if somebody has a good song. They don't put their ego in front of it. A, if you're on some level, you get paid for it. Doesn't matter who fucking covers it. But if somebody has a good song, you give it to the person who can sing it the best. In this case, it's probably uh, Chris Stapleton. This is the first single off from Volume Two. It's Millionaire. They say love is more precious than gold. It can't be bought, and it can't be sold.
uh, of Chris Stapleton's From a Room Volume 2 that gets you back into it. Uh, the last song off of Volume 1 was Death Row. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it actually closed it out pretty well. I think I think yeah. Volume one seemed at the time kind of cohesive, and so and if there's a ding I can I can make against this volume two is that it doesn't seem cohesive. It is it seem it doesn't play like outtakes. It doesn't play. I mean, there's a lot of great songs on here, but it but it certainly doesn't like. There's no uh ar- there's no arc, and there's there's it it feels a little out of place. But that said, if you take and put it together in a playlist where you're playing volume one through volume two, you understand the scope of this and you understand, you get the feeling. Yeah. Some songs hit that like that took place in volume one. And then you hear like the resonation of that somewhere the, near the end of volume two. And, and, and so it immediately brought to my mind, like why release this as two volumes? And that's, that's what I want to start off as because I think where volume one is strong, volume two isn't as strong. Together, though, little track mixing, like little little mixing it up, uh, you could have had like a, a a serious motherfucker of an album, right? I mean, if okay, so like if if we still believed in double, if we still believed in double albums, this would have been well, a double album. No, I don't think we do anymore. I don't think that we believe in Kamasi like releasing. Washington disagrees. Well, well, Kamasi Washington's <laughs> a, one of the the, the 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 greatest artists of all time. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Oxygen um, disagrees. What's up? Well, Fox. <laughs> that al- that album was short, though. Yeah. So it, was it? <laughs> never. It, it, it's it's got all the notes, but it gets right. them in right. like, under fifty minutes. But or yeah. So so to that point, I feel like you know, like if you're gonna do the double album thing. And you're at Chris Stapleton's level. Like, there's two, there's two spaces here. You're more, you could be a, a literal badass and just be like, yeah, here's like 25 songs. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Or if you're not, that. if you're not, if you're, if you're a badass, but you're also looking at your career and looking at like longevity and looking at like how you're going to spread out the, all this material in a way so that you don't have to record music for like two to four years. Then you do a double album and you do like, you know, like big album and mm-hmm. little album. Um, it's, it's comparative to like what Kendrick did and Kendrick didn't have to do damn, but he did, you know, like the big album and then he did like the, the B sides and outtakes. Sure. sure. Right. So it's right. similar. <laughs> right. But, damn. But then damn had to happen, but it, neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, there's a thing with, with, with Chris Stapleton, I feel as well that like if that people are coming to him now. Like people that come to country, people that wouldn't, right? Or yeah, the people that well, because he, he, he's been selling out stadiums forever. But but yeah. people, but there's a whole other side of that that I think the country as a genre. And this is something right. to speak about. Um, country as a genre is wide open right now. Like I have friends of mine who don't make country music who are recording music in Nashville, Tennessee right now, which is amazing to me and wonderful because Nashville is a new hub of the music industry. Mm-hmm. So when you make Nashville the hub of the music industry, then you're ultimately opening up. The, this music to pop ears and poptimism a lot of poptimism as far as like on the journalistic side is has been very kind to country so a lot of people that you know typically will listen to npr and wait to listen to like a saint vincent album are now picking mm-hmm. up chris stapleton's record and being like well what is this because well you know it's written about on these places i visit these blogs i visit these sites i visit and it's, it's a, a it's, thing it's an interesting thing so i and uh, i think it was more johnston i'll have to uh Morris has definitely been at the lead. Well, and and 
and I'll misquote her on this, but I think her intent was was on a Facebook post talking about this type of music and in the genres and everything, and essentially people trying to find permission to like it. Yeah, Mm. and and so what 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 we can say about Chris Stapleton now, especially after this album, is he's kind of the best at what he does. And it's a matter of defining like what it is that he does. But, but I'm going to say that that's like that 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 damns him on this record. If you've been a on fan volume of, two, yeah, on volume two. If okay. you've been a fan of Chris Stapleton for like a period of time, like I've I've been kind of like really into Chris Stapleton for like the last three four years. Like mm-hmm. Big like this is the guy. Like he's the the guy. Well, again, he is. If if you go through the country artists and stuff, he's not. I know people in Nashville try to like paint him as like the outlaw, and he's not he's, the mainstream. He's, he's completely the main. He is the he is the guy. He's the cog. Yeah. He's the he's the he's the guy that makes the machine go. The straw yes. stirs the drink. Like yes. that. This is the guy. Like if you ask a, a country music aficionado, which I I like, I like the fact that I get to talk to country people on like a fairly frequent basis mm-hmm. now. Like that was thank you for making me write this article. If there's, any, <laughs> if there's any one thing that I'm glad about in 2017 is that you made me write an article yeah. for, about country well, so, music. Well, so when you when you say Chris Stapleton is the guy, what do you like? Like, like in, in let's, the sense let's, where let's like break okay, that down. so like, when so when you ask country music people. For like a list of like, that's my, my friends for this. I go, okay. So like now, now, now I'm introducing like, and this is going to sound as funny as it sounds, but it's the truth. I'm like, I'm introducing my black friends to country music now. So like, if you needed a list, I need a list of yep. artists that I need to give to my black friends mm-hmm. who, who don't listen to this and just know that young thug does country or whatever people say. And it's like, yeah, I need to like give them the, 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 the artists to listen to like, the, the the modern artists. I don't want them to listen to like Loretta Lynn or whatever because I'll tell them to do that already. Yeah, but yeah. like you tell me, like who are the guys? Chris Stapleton is at the top of the list. Every single list. Yep. Absolutely. They're like and, this guy and not, because, because, and, and, because, not, and not because he's like this is the guy who's most well known. No, no because, because he's the it's best. because Actual, it's because it's because of the of the voice being like that Chris Robinson John Fogerty like it's, yeah that it's, like soulful right that he's he he yeah. has the most soulful voice in country music right so I think the you thing have to that say. that's important is that. And I think about this record that like that that both opens you up and lets you down. Is if you're brand new to country and like the first thing you go to Spotify you find is the the Chris Stapleton Volume Two, you're just like, okay, this is what I'm listening to because this is all I know. I know that this guy's the guy. And, and you this is this, this is album, his newest record. And you're and just so like, oh, this is good. It's objectively good. There's nothing about this record that's like paints vastly outside of the outside of the uh, the Chris Stapleton like songbook you're the, like oh i know this the stuff. playing on it is tremendous like the solos are fucking right so tasteful and so but here like but, in in this in service but, of the song here, and the music here's the problem yeah. i'm gonna and 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 i'll compare him to johnny cash just because johnny cash was once the guy in country as well for like three decades yeah johnny cash <laughs> no, but I'll so put it like this. Yeah. no but i'll put it like this like johnny cash always found a way to push himself ahead yeah. Even when he was at the top sure. of country but music, th- he was willing to push himself ahead. That's actually what I'm. What I, my my criticism of this album is that does, is he that, doesn't go anywhere. Well, and, and it's because this whole thing might could have been a full album, right? Which and why I, I say, think, and I think you could have. I think you could have left every song. No, on and that's this what album. I said. Like he should have just released it as a double album. Yeah. Been like, yeah. you know, I, I have big, gigantic, I'm number one guy balls, and be like, boom. 
They're on the table. Have I think, fun. I think, well, it's I think, I think there was album. a masterpiece. Part one was 32 yeah. minutes, or this is 32 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's super fucking yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. I no, think, but, I think, I think there's a masterpiece hiding between these two records. Yeah. But, but, but it's, but like my, th- and, and, and even, you know, I went back and listened to songs from a room volume mm-hmm. two, uh, volume, volume one wow. today, which I hadn't done in a while. And I was astounded by how many songs I had just completely forgotten about. Right. Yes. Like, because because there are like, maybe four masterpieces on so like yeah so last like, thing I needed first thing this morning I'm yo, looking, I'm looking, like, I'm looking at the playlist yo. and I'm like broken <laughs> halos last thing I needed either yeah. way that fucking them stem song which just needs to go uh, <laughs> just needs to it's never the, have been written well, it's, not, yeah. it's not on this which is good right uh, it, I, I want to play a track right yeah. now to like see where he's at because but now if you're listening to this you probably listen to volume one and you're you probably listen to this too, but what do you guys want to do? Midnight Train to Memphis or Midnight Drunkers Train to Prayers? Memphis? Okay. Absolutely. Midnight Train to Memphis. If you like your country, in the bands like Blackberry Smoke, which have come mm-hmm. out, which you know, oh. I I always give them a Good fucking. Call. I give them a short shrift because the name is fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm never going to take you seriously, Blackberry Smoke. And, Barbecue, uh, brother. Huh? Barbecue. Yeah, that's fine, but you know, but <laughs> it's uh, but but it also like gets into the, the rock country uh, uh, stuff yep. and, and highlights the fact that. Chris Stapleton is a hell of a fucking guitar player. There's not a lot of licks. There's not Brad Paisley licks on that song, but there's also uh, it's it's competent. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Malcolm Young. Like just yeah, good yeah. old rock and roll R- fucking R. guitar playing. And for anybody who doesn't play an instrument or play guitar specifically, it's impossible to get that tight. It really is. Yeah. Like that takes years and years and years of practice to just do the tightest rhythm rock guitar you can hear. Okay. So I'll say one thing about country for like, again, I always say this, but for people who don't listen to country music regularly, Mm -hmm. who are listening to this podcast and saying, oh my God, I'm going to give this country thing a try. Understand that like the thing that makes this Chris Stapleton record to a, a nuanced and understanding country ear, a really frustrating album is the fact that like, Every Chris Stapleton album is this good. And he stays very comfortably. <laughs> yeah. He stays very comfortably yeah. in a very in very narrow lanes. Yeah. That he can dominate and crush into the ground. Like guitar centered rock. Like that Them Sims thing, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Like yeah. big, yeah, riffy, sure. heavy, hard, like hard drinking, power cordy rock and roll with like a country edge. Like that's the thing, you know? And He's really good at it, like mm-hmm. astoundingly good. Like, and that's and 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 there's sort of like a weird like Spoon syndrome or something. Yeah. Where like Spoon is a band that's so consistent, and their albums are so consistently good that at some point, 
it just it's it's sort of all starts to sound the same or like you sort of lose the thread a little right. bit and, and 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 that's and I, and I think that's the like the 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 undercurrent of disappointment i think we all have with this with mm-hmm. this album is that it doesn't do something the, that we didn't expect it to yeah, which is exactly which you know you want what you expect out of chris stapleton but but it would have been nice just this one time to hear some, you know like some of these songs like like hard living is a mm-hmm. song that i think jamie johnson did better when he did high cost of living yeah um um scare scarecrow in the garden is fucking epic i was gonna say we um, don't play scarecrow in the garden yeah and it's and it's a super song <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that um, so yeah um, fr- yeah. friendship works as a sort of i guess it might play differently if i hear it if, if, if i heard it at the end of like both albums side to but, side as opposed but to let's talk about like what the what we're concerning what we're talking about here now is is an artist that we understand to be the one of the best of what he does and right and so we're judging him on that scale and we recently talked about an artist like Horn slim and how the art the art the music was very much uh in in the air you know and stuff but yeah, it just it just yeah. happened to land and consider like what music is and you know chris stapleton if you if you look at like the any album cover or if you just see him like this is um i, I hate to say it, and this is not a, trying to associate with him this is what every uh redneck possibly alt-right person <laughs> yes like would would have a poster of in their in their house and this is yes. what this is what the south looks like yeah, but like, pe- yeah. like period this is what the south looks like so so what we're talking but, but about you, you can't indict him on his appearance i know so. I, I, yeah. I, I i'm getting to that i'm getting yeah. to that we're not okay. we're not we're not indicting him on his appearance but like he he is in an industry and certainly in a lane with his music where he is playing to that audience and because the 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 secret power of chris stapleton is that he is you you could be him. He's not fancied up. He's not, even right. though that's pretty fucking fancy. But he's not. He's he's he is. I know so many people like this, like back home. That is, it's not even funny. Then they can't write a song, yeah. so I don't know. They're not quite like that. Right. But but so my point is like, what what are we talking? I don't, them? I don't know a bunch of like church going potheads. <laughs> I know which, all the church which he potheads. seems to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. And that's and that's. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so but his but but his demo was weird because he has this like weird sort of like outlaw dope smoking like I do whatever I want mm-hmm. vibe. But everybody but th- but in Nashville like, smokes dope right now. But th- but but then he also like very unnecessarily throws in like a like oh but I go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Or and 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 that's the and and like that's I think I think sort of what you're trying to to get out a little bit is this oh. idea of like the the, the sort of the way in which it's it's designed to feel and Marcus, you're like chopping yeah, no, 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 it in here, just, but it's no, like, I'm just hanging well, out. What I'm trying to get at, it's like this mass customization that doesn't quite work. And, and right. we're gonna unleash him in a second, but, yeah, we'll, no. but exactly, exactly that, exactly that. What I'm trying to Release get at, the Kraken. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly that. What I'm trying to get at is yeah. that is that it is is not, um, you know, yeah, his his religious references. He's he's still playing the game, and the question is why. Yeah, that's yeah. my question. That's that's right. exactly but, that's exactly but, but, my question. But, he's still playing the game, and it's like, yeah. why? And and if he's just going to church, like that's cool. But that's what I'm saying. This is every man, and he's playing that role well. But he is also writing 
some of the best songs uh, of like this century in country music, yeah. possibly in any genre. Yeah, yeah. So. Country is the best music right yeah. now, like commercially, sonically, production wise, singing wise, songwriting wise, like across the board. So, what do you do when you're at the top? Yeah, when you're like. But but it's not even like you're at the top and there's like another genre or another style of music that's like approaching right. you. So like, what do you do when you're that demonstrably at the top? It's like, okay, you can continue to make the same songs that like sell because this is at the end of the day Which when you're I think Chris he Stapleton. Did. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's exactly what he did mm-hmm. was like, okay, I know what works. And he's got this place now where if you're already selling out stadiums, and then the other half of the world wakes up to you. You're yeah. like, I could either play stuff that they want to hear. Are or, there are there mega stadiums somewhere that I, I mean, don't know yeah, about? Some kind of I, like, went, I some... went to that. I went to that football game at the Bristol Speedway. That seats seats 160,000 people. Right. So. Holy shit! So, so it's like so, and there's and so there's two there's two schools of thought on that. It's like okay, so like it's funny because I was saying this because I had a long conversation about Casey Musgraves recently with someone. Um. Casey Musgraves. Casey, we need you. Yeah, Casey yeah, Musgraves. So Casey Musgraves <laughs> got really big and decided, okay, what I'm going to do with all this, with the size of my career, is that I'm going to reach out to R&B stars like Miguel and cover their songs because that's going to be my look is I'm going to trend towards like the other side in this way that's like I'm going to play right in the middle of their in, in the middle of their pool. Or you could be somebody like Chris Stapleton that's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to hang out here. I'm going to entrench myself. I'm going to put both feet down deep, like standing like six inches of mud in the middle of my shit. And I'm going to force every single person to come over to my side of the waiting pool. And you're all going to come over here. I'm going to keep singing these songs. In fact, fact, I'm going to release 16, 17 songs, the first album of songs that are mine and songs that iconically represent who I am as an artist. Yeah. And then it's like, well, then no, I'm not going to just suddenly go and like make a song with Big Sean or some craziness. So, but, but con- con- contrast this to Traveler, like he already made this statement. Yeah. No, but right? if that statement That's... sells, if that statement sells but... out a stadium, like if you saw an 80,000 person stadium or something crazy like that with that record, right? Then what, what impetus do you have if you know these people are going to come back? If you know this is not a one-off, you know these people right. look at you and I they go, you. "I feel you." You yeah. are my guy. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing with Chris Stapleton that's important. Well, this is the same when we talk what? about like a Taylor Swift record. He's the guy. He's the guy. So you're if you know these people are coming back, what reason on earth do you have to change? That's for a question for after this song. Yeah, and and because like you said, if you wrote a song like Scarecrow in the Garden, yeah, what I think you I think you're doing well. So. Uh, well, it came from Northern Ireland, searching for the free man's ground, and he came to bet his fortune on a West Virginia plow.
Scarecrow in the Garden off of Chris Stapleton's Former Room, Volume 2. And, you know, that's a great song. And that is, we, as we yeah. wind this up, this is... Uh, that Kenny Rogers vibe. Kenny Rogers vibe coming out. a little bit. And you the know, closing line on that, just that, just that image, like the the idea of the river turning the blood. He's sitting there yeah, with a yeah. Bible in his left hand, yeah, and a pistol yeah. in his right. Bring, like brings in just, the Christianity to the country yeah. and, and brings it back. But it's, and, but it's, and the guns, but it's, but it's apocalyptic, and right? <laughs> but it's it's right. It is. It's 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 weirdly. Uh, well, nothing makes Christians happy more than an apocalypse. So, <laughs> in an odd way, you're like fifty percent right. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> that's, that's literally it dude. okay good just wanted to make sure that we had that like They're going home just a, just a, just a sidebar about apocalyptic theory like yeah like if you believe science and all these other things then like we've got 4.6 billion years of the earth existing right and humans have been around for a couple hundred thousand years mm-hmm. 200 mm-hmm. 180 something like that yeah neanderthals had like 300,000 years before that we sort of genocided them out of existence or bred them out of existence depending on how you buy the story the odds that you're going to get to see how this all ends are very slim people so <laughs> the world the world is not going to end on your watch and that and is the purpose of this podcast and it's yeah, not and just it's for not, that right there it's not more likely to end just because you hit a certain age either it's not right. like you're like oh like like now i'm 60 like i want to fuck shit up and i want to see how things end it's not going to end it's going to keep going mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a matter of like whether it's going to be a happy story or a super shitty story <laughs> it, it, so congrats old people thanks it, for making I mean, it super I mean, shitty I mean, for us right now the history of the world <laughs> ends with the sun getting super hot yes and blowing us the fuck up yes which so, which maybe hey. we'll we'll evolve into sun creatures by then. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll just be a Pono player somewhere in the East Room of the White House. <laughs> yes, and that's all that's left. That's right. It's like it, no, no. It's like the 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 uh, Marvel Universe did a thing with like the end, and the only thing left was the Hulk, and he was so happy he was all alone, and he just died finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's Hulk, it is a Pono player. Pono <laughs> player, and it's it's Neil Young. Yeah. Sitting just next play to the photo player. Yeah. Cortez, Cortez the killer us in the apocalypse. Cybernetic Neil Young. <laughs> yeah, Cybernetic Neil Young is sitting next to the photo player. Okay, we've taken a little play. bit of a diversion, but uh, we're, we're here to talk about Chris Stapleton and country. And uh, yeah, I mean, so so that is is a great country song. It's not a, it in quotes, great country song. And I think, that, I think that's what we've run into now with, with Chris Stapleton is that he is absolutely in 2017 the best at his craft if you take somebody like Tyler Childers who's writing better songs or more I will say better more interesting songs you have people exploring like using the form and uh, to explore like different types of feelings and stuff and not not aligning to the the business sense of what's going to sell the records and I can't ding him for that. I mean, well, but 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 let me just say because I will be the first to ding Taylor Swift for selective feminism, mm-hmm. right? Um and and I'm realizing thinking about this album that it's also selective to ignore politics and the political moment. And to and 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 or so right. so so for example, this song it, it, almost hints at what the drive-by truckers did with ever south 
It's almost a song yeah. about about how yeah. how the immigrant experience is an important part of who he is. But he but he steps away from that completely. Right. He hints at a political thing by saying my great grandfather or my grandfather was an immigrant from Ireland, one of the good countries, you know, before, you know, when we had like a essentially a euro preference so, so only. But 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 the point is if if you're going to ding Taylor Swift for selective feminism, you have to ding Chris Stapleton no, I, I, for, right. for basically ref, for, for basically talking about immigration, but refusing to engage with the issue at hand. So this is something we've talked about. And this is something some, uh, in the Washington Post. I forget the author, but we'll be sure to like correct. We'll give you the name and we'll put it because it was an excellent article. It was, Marcus, after you and I mm-hmm. talked about it. Not saying we influenced it at all, but I mean, you know, we. This is a thought that has been in our mind. If you want to change immigration policy or the way people think about immigration in this country and stuff, it comes specifically and and pretty much exclusively from country music. Yes, and you know, we, you can talk about the Vegas shootings and how people didn't speak out. But but this specifically is uh, built into, if you go back even to the Western roots of, of this type of music and and people trying to reconcile with it. And so it's becoming, it's rapidly becoming like another, you're on the good side of history or the bad side of history. Mm-hmm. And in country music uh, exclusively, though, they have the biggest audience. Mm-hmm. They have the biggest audience in 2017 of any single genre, period. You can – and look, Nashville, the show, has done things like this. Yes. Like the people who make that are doing the correct thing like that. Mm-hmm. And he tried to do this. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, Chris, if you're listening, you made it. Go you full can, you on. can do, yeah. yeah. Like, you can do like, like and, and, and as much, as we, as, much because... as we all ding Sturgill for like trying to go right to like do his whole sort of full polywog thing, yeah. or whatever <laughs> now, right? But, but, but never go full but, polywog. But you know, where you know, never you know, Eric Benet. But, but, but you know, you know what Sturgill didn't mess up was where he stood on the issue of the country music awards, yeah, yeah, and right. and and what to do in response to it, right. and him like doing that live Facebook event, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we all watched, like of I just, didn't of just well, I mean, I mean, you watched it after the fact. But no, like, I didn't. I, uh, actually, no, cool. no, I disagree. Cool. I disagree no, with your point was, here. But but it was no, I disagree no, with your good. point here because because he could have gotten inside that, and it would have been a much more powerful message. If he'd given that from the stage, but not not when you're trying to be Grammy award winning artist. Yeah, you know, kid. I mean, okay. I'm so, not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure he could have done. I, I don't know. I don't think like like history doesn't. Uh, we're drifting. We're drifting. By, we yeah, need by which up. I mean, so by which I'll I'll say, so I'll say, so like, yeah. Americans don't like people who in award ceremonies do things, stop with people. do things that stop are, with people. <laughs> <laughs> so, 2017. So, okay. But they, but they, but they don't take kindly to protest at award shows I'll, is, I'll all, say, is all, is all I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this so, is the yeah, perfect so. album to close the year with because Chris Stapleton's like a microcosm more so than Taylor Swift is of yeah. where we are in America right now. Like you, you can't talk about for a certain subset of the country. You can't talk about race. You can't talk about immigration. You can't talk about violence. You can't even talk about politics in a constructive sense. But you just have to like, but the thing that people, all they want is 
a, a to be washed over with sameness. Yeah, for sure. And and there's a comfort in that. There's an incredible comfort, and the fact that. But there's also a power in in that knowledge as an artist that if you know that that's what people want, you can be very subversive, and you can like in that sameness you can condition people in in a way that is honestly like not cool. But you're talking it, about like roofing your fan base. I'm basically. talking about like, like musical horn shit. Yeah. 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 And, and and it's a musical sort of like a Mickey. Like, yeah. Sort yeah of like, it's a yeah. musical Mickey. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but, but I, I think uh, more than ever now it is actually the artist's responsibility, which is not to say if the artist doesn't choose to do that, that they are somehow invalid at fault or whatever. But what Stapleton has right now, his platform, he can say anything to his audience right. and they will devour it Absolutely. and they will internalize it. And they, and it will potentially enrich their lives. I think, I think the, the, uh, the question that I always have is whether the antipathy in country toward overt political gestures. Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. like, is that actually coming from, do all the people who make country music just think that it's not their place to talk about this? Oh no. Mary Morris will stare you in the face and slap are you. Are they, are they aware of the structure and they're just not well? And like, and like, and, and weirdly the people who buck that like, like cash and Nelson and, mm. And others who who basically chose to to make ex, you know explicitly political statements, mm-hmm. um, the fact that they were then abs- reabsorbed by the machine is kind of is sort of weird, and that they're now embraced as as rebels, quote unquote, which puts them on the same footing as like the Confederacy, I'm like a, <laughs> right? When you call yeah, when you yeah, call yeah. them rebels, so, so here's, a, here's a crazy music. here's a crazy notion about country. It's probably the last thing I'll say on this podcast. Um, is that this year, for, this year. tonight, this year. tonight, no, not, this year. not ever, <laughs> ever. On, no, like the last thing I'll say on this podcast for this year, um, <laughs> okay. country music is all about crony capitalism. And at the end Ooh. of the day, it's the idea that anything that creates a profit is a bottom line win. And so, I mean, that's how yeah. you glom, that's how you glom Willie Nelson. How could you Johnny call that Cash. guy a failure? He made, right. Yeah, exactly. So, in that vein, what Chris Stapleton has done is just move the needle ahead. In a year where Marin Morris and other artists have gone out of their way to be like, I am political, I am also country. Yeah, but Marin Morris isn't good. But for a certain <laughs> percentage of the bad. fan base, for a certain percentage of the fan base yeah. that is brand new to the genre, these are the people I always stand on okay, and talk right. about. No, no, that's fine. People that are brand new to this thing, she is there entry point i i i understand her position right I so therefore because she knows her, her space is an entry point she is like the people that i am bringing in with me mm-hmm. into this i am going to bring them in as so maybe that's her thing like she she just doesn't make good music but she brings people in so right and that's a good thing you want the more people I, I in agree. the room I agree. yeah i right. totally agree so but, she also she also doesn't make bad like like the the music is fine it's it's basically yeah. like whether it's it's basically whether you want your sort of like replacement level, right? Like war <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to use a sports analogy, like your replacement level musicians, do you want them to be like right leaning or left leaning? And I would, I would say left leaning. Yeah, right. right. So therefore okay. I would but, rather my like filler be someone who is but, willing to, 
Yeah, but as much yeah, as, yeah. Yeah, but as much as countries about crony capitalism, it's also about like standing squarely in the middle because countries in a weird place where everybody in America thinks that country music fans like Donald Trump. Yeah, and I mean that's not that's not true, but people believe this to be true. It's a it's a it's one of the long-standing stereotypical notions about people who like country music. It's largely but, true, but, though. But but right. but but yeah, members of um. There, there was once a perception that anyone involved in hip hop was in support of a kind of a uh, the Black Panthers of uh, or or or, or, or or of Inger. sort of like that. It, it's like I'm thinking I'm thinking like the early '90s, like okay. the the G Conscious, lifestyle, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, G, like a little bit, right? Yeah, like, like you're sipping, I'm drinking a forty. And the idea was that, like, was that, like, well, if you're producing that kind of music and you're conscious or positive, then the burden mm-hmm. is on you to show that you are. Right. So, but the, right? pro- but the thing <laughs> so, also is so that uh, it, it, yeah. it, it seems it seems that we held hip hop to a different standard <gasps> than we do than we do country. Well, we do today. because <laughs> because country's funny in the sense that okay, and this this is like a way to like kind of like contextualize this in a way to like close this out in a way, um, ideally. Okay, so for years the stereotypical country music was that. All of the fans of country music were, were white, gun-toting, God-loving, you know, conservative people. Now country music is in the middle of popular music. Yeah. Which is lo- beloved by both left-leaning and right-leaning, God-loving, God-fearing, God-hating, I don't care what the hell a God is, people. And now country is standing there trying to figure out, well, what do we do? Because these people want a political statement. Because it's pop music now. And yep. so pop music always has a thing to say. Yeah. And now you get an album like this that literally says nothing. Yeah. But it's sonically well, pleasing. It, it doesn't It doesn't speak to the times. Right. It doesn't speak yeah. to the times. It, 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 says, it says stuff. But, but it doesn't say the stuff that you want it to say. If but you're, but if I you're, think, if you're like, okay, so if you're a fan yeah, of Marin Morris yeah. and Marin Morris to you is the, the right. queen of all things country, right, 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 if you're a fan right, of right. Casey Busgraves, if you're a fan of Sam Outlaw, even anybody who's like modern, which and new, I am, right, I know <laughs> you are. So like, if you're a fan of all those artists yeah. and then you're like, okay, so country music, because I, I'm new to this thing now, I want country music to do the thing that like rock does for, did for me or that hip hop does for me. And you listen to this album, and it's like a wet fart because you're I, like, oh, I think, I think, hey, wow. Hey, no, but you're like, no, because but, you're like, hey, you're hey, like, hey. where's the, you're like, where's that moment where Chris Stapleton stands up and says, "Damn the man." But well, the other thing about this is that for country music as a genre, don't almost in some ways you have to understand. That like there's a large part of the genre that is not there for that, explicitly not yeah. there for that statement. Yeah, and you have to respect the musicality of it. You have to respect the and, talent and, in and, it. And I think that's what I think that's what the, the and that's the, the hard thing. I think that's the virtue on this album in this room at least is that uh, yeah, totally the the talent is undeniable, the craft is undeniable. I mean, this is. This is an expertly made fucking album. It sounds great. Yeah. It just doesn't, uh, on its own, it's, it definitely doesn't speak to anything. No, I think, I think it clearly leads to this, to the, to the, the thought process that, that Marcus, um, explained just, um, so eloquently. But, but, but I think, I think I would just put it like, it's the same footing on which I put, the NFL a couple of years ago where I was like, well, either you care about these dudes beating up their women or you don't. Mm-hmm. 
right and right. like and if you don't then then frankly like i'm not here for you and and it's and it's sort of like you know to think crassly in terms of like musical genres as sports leagues like the wnba you know what it's like it has made certain decisions about what its political values are and right. who it's aligned with and what right. it stands for the the nba is slightly less woke but but <laughs> but but compared to basically every other sports league yes. way woker shout <laughs> right? out to the shout out to the ball family and then, Hashtag you, and then way get, woker and then and then you get to the bottom of that uh-huh. the, the, the sh- uh-huh. that, that shook pile <laughs> right yeah and uh yeah. and 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 i think i think the issue is like like for for country music our frustration with this record is basically like to the talent the future of this of this genre is in your hands and you're allowed to say you know what i don't i don't want to play the part of someone who dresses a certain way and has to look right. a certain way right. and just performs yeah. the numbers right and it's and it's sort of on you like it's not it's not up to us the fans to decide this anymore no. it's up to you the talent the people actually yep. out there being Abs- paid yeah. to be on the stage Preach, brother right and yeah. you can, and you and you can change this or not and if you don't change this then for me your shelf life is going to be fairly like like I can only put up with a couple more years of having to pretend but, that this stuff matters have, as long as it ignores the real world. Yeah, but if and you're so, gonna, yeah, if you're gonna make this music and not care, you better make a Chris Stapleton album. Like you better, <laughs> yeah, you better well put, make like well the, yeah. the well best put. album because yeah, otherwise it's not gonna sell. <laughs> like you better make this in like Studio A with like the the top five musicians and, yeah. and of on every instrument. Yeah. Of all time, right? If like, this is if this is your shitty music, sure, keep keep it coming. If that's what you're. If, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make this music, yeah. you'd better like make the shit out of it because otherwise, there's literally no space for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Because like because again, we talk about yeah. people like, and Marin Morris is like she's the the poster child now, so I'm gonna call her out because she just she wants it. She's like she I is. I want the the to be the you know. But Mar- what Morris has to do is is avoid being. Sucked into the I'm just a pop diva star, right? And actually, honor the country stuff of that. And I haven't seen that she's willing to do that right. at all. But yeah, but and you have to. As, but but at the same time, I do not give a fuck where the correct message comes from, as long as the correct message gets out is being drilled into mm-hmm. millions upon millions of people. So. I've been listening to so much Dixie Chicks recently. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's all I can yeah. say. Like, yeah, it's just so, been it's been so a wide if, open if, space. Is kind of fall Maren, for me. If, so. if Baron Morris's people are just identifying her with her, however, but then she writes a song about how you shouldn't fucking deport fifty thousand Haitians. Shut up. Yeah, okay. you know that. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, you, you shouldn't deport 50,000 Haitians, then I am here for whatever the fuck she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I think after this, after, look, as soon as this comes out, I, I have uh, three pieces of vinyl I'm buying. Mm-hmm. Traveler from Maroon Volume 1 and 2. Yeah. Because this motherfucker's talented. He's insanely talented. But, insanely but next album i want him telling me what he thinks about the world in the same way in that, a mix in a mix in the gets, same yeah, way that johnny yeah. cash did in the same right. way that yeah. willie nelson right, right. did in yeah. the same way that right. every no one's artist saying, that he wants yeah. to be yeah yep. did yep i i want him taking Kenny a, rogers even i, I want him taking a stand 
and I want him to to stand out there. And look, if it's on, if it, if it's in opposition to what I believe, yeah. that's cool. Johnny like, Cash wore Native I, American I want, feathers. I want him to take a stand because he's right. got don't, he's got the position. He's right. got the don't platform. write don't 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 try to write dialogue. Yeah. Right, but like but like write the version of them stems again. And I I, I said this on 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 our episode of Volume yeah, One, yeah. like. Like, write me the version of them stems where your dealer has been fucking maximally prosecuted because of Jeff Sessions drug policies and his and his wife and children are on Medicaid, which is being gutted by the state's Republican governor who doesn't care to help people despite the matching federal funds. Write me that fucking song because that song is way more real than and the station that he has is way more powerful than any politician than any fucking news network, than than literally anything, because he gets out and plays that in front of fucking sixty thousand people, and at least I hate this might be like optimism. At least ten thousand of those people who never thought that are gonna be like, fuck, oh shit, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What's he talking about? You gotta cut through the noise. Yeah. Anyways, that's the that's the last album review, kids. Damn. You guys feel good about 2017. this? Yeah. You guys feel good, good about this? I feel very good about we, it. We got one. Twenty-seven we, dreams. We got, we got one weird uh, podcast. We haven't decided what it's going to be left. It's filler, and then the year end, which is like we said up front. You're going to listen to us drink and just. Do you want to read tease what the, what the weird filler might be? Because I sort of don't like. Could it be? Could it be? It, we don't know. We have no idea. All right, we could. Well, it's let's, one let's of two things. Brainstorm right now. Asia. No. Nineteen ninety two. No. 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 <laughs> it, it, it. It could be Steely Dan's Asia, uh-huh. or it could be we we've uh, haven't talked about smaller releases this year. Ooh. And and so it could be just like us hanging out and then uh, you know like a playlist. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I like that. All right. Yeah, I see because I want to talk Go about Asia, right. but I don't. Yeah, I know. I, you know, 2017, y'all. 2017. Shout out to Ryan Zawatsky. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Yeah. 2017. That's good. Good year, guys. Yeah. I wish that I could go to church, but I'm too ashamed of me. I hate the fact it takes. Chris Stapleton's From a Room Volume 2 is available everywhere now. I think he just wrapped up a tour. Uh, there's one thing that I am sad about, uh, and it's, it's an industry issue. Uh, but he doesn't play little shows, so he came here, even though this is only really his second album, he came here and he played Jiffy Lube Live, which if you live in the D.C. area, you know, you never go to Jiffy Lube Live. There's no reason to do that. Uh, but <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, a great, great little album, uh, and look forward to seeing what Stapleton does in the future. And hopefully, hopefully we'll play a little smaller shows, get a little more intimate uh, performances going on, and we can check that out. That'd be amazing. You listening? Chris Stapleton's people, they would, uh, they would uh, they'd do us well. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that is our podcast for Monday. That is the final uh, album review podcast for the year. And from here on out, it is nothing but gravy. Coming up on Friday, 
we're going to have two for you. Because the year ends go long. Some of that might be have to do with the fact that we uh, drink a little and uh, talk a little slower. And uh, our thoughts takes a little while to get to our point, but uh, but it is a great discussion. It's great to have uh, my friends down here uh, one last time all together, which we don't often all get together like that. Also had special guests Joe Lappin from Songbird and Chris Naum from uh, Listen Local First and the Funk Parade here in D.C. You can look those up. I'll put it in the show notes for the year-end one. But uh, and and we had a uh, had a solid discussion, not just about what we felt was the best music of the year, uh, but what music is has meant to us in this very difficult year, and uh, what it should hopefully what we hopefully explain it to you and, and help it mean something to you. So that's coming up on Friday, and then we're going to take a break, and I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to hang out with my new kitten Sam. Uh, and the other two, Gus and Gizmo, and my lady, and we're just gonna enjoy stuff. Gonna head back to Wisconsin for a little while. That's always nice. And uh, see you back on the first of the year. So, thanks for tuning in this year, and uh, see you in a few days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. Talk to you soon. Kenobi! <laughs> 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 <laughs>